Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Mondo Show. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting the PTL Network. What a moment, what a time we're living in right now. As we all have witnessed the crisis of COVID-19 and, and the social unrest take place in America, there's never been a time like now to talk to God. The only dilemma about that is that many people have lost a way to how do we talk to God? I was like that years ago. You know that Dolly Parton wrote a song that touched my soul years ago. I was living my life as a gangster in East LA, California, involved in gang culture, living my own free will without direction, full of hurt, hate, and feeling forgotten. Yet, I didn't know if God existed anymore or if he even wanted to talk to me or listen to what I, what I had to say because I had a lot of questions that I needed some answers to. One day I heard a song by Dolly Parton where she was asking God the same questions I was asking him in my moments of despair. Here's a quick clip from Dolly Parton's Hello God. Watch this. Hello are you out there? Can you hear me? Are you listening anymore? Hello, God. If we're still on speaking terms, can you help me like before? I have questioned your existence. My resistance leaves me cold. Can you help me go the distance? Hello, God. Hello. Hello. I don't know if you've ever been in that moment where you have asked God those type of questions. It's time to transform our conversations with God from distant and religious into meaningful and authentic dialogues. We need to be more deeply rooted in Scripture. That means in the Word of God. That's where I found my answers. I wish to give you tools for interacting with God through everyday stuff of life. The questions we all have is how do we develop conversation starters with God? I want you to experience life-changing encounters with God through any circumstance that you're going through. That means when you mess up, when you reach fork in the road, when, you, when your future looks bleak, when, when your life is a total meltdown and nothing is making any sense. The Bible says that as long as we are alive, we still have hope. My God, there's hope in God. There's hope at the cross. There's hope when you read this word. My special guest today is Sarah Bolin, a respected pastor, Bible teacher, and host of Today with Marilyn and Sarah, a TV program that can be watched daily on Daystar. She has written a brand new book called, I Love This, Hey God, Can We Talk? A real-life God encounters for real-life circumstances. A practical hands-on guide to prayer. And if there was ever a time that we need to learn how to pray and connect with God, is right now. We are watching marriages fall apart. We are watching people 
just committing suicide because they, they are losing hope. People getting addicted like never before. We need to come back and learn how do we talk to God? I want you to help me welcome via Skype pastor, Bible teacher, and best-selling author, Sarah Bowling, to the program. Hello, Pastor. Hey, Mondo. It's nice to see you today. Thank you so much for letting me hang out and get a little time with you. Oh, the honor is mine. Uh, you know, I played that little clip about Dolly Parton asking those questions. As you watch, did you ever find yourself asking similar questions to God? I have asked similar questions. And I think over the course of my life, you know, we always think, well, that's something we ask when we're younger or maybe when there's a crisis. But I think if we're honest, we we probably want to, should be asking these questions um, in authentic relationship, you know, just sincere, vulnerable open heart relationship with God. I think these are questions that we can ask um, and that need to be asked because it's authentic and it's sincere, it's truthful. And if we're going to connect with God, um, then we have to, we really need to do that, not on a religious platform, but just from a raw, vulnerable heart. Why do you think we struggle to have a raw and honest conversation with God? I think we struggle on this for a couple of reasons. I think some of us who have religious upbringing, um, we think that we're not like really uh, worth it. You know, there's like this worthiness piece to it. We think we have to have the proper vocabulary. I think sometimes um, talking with God can be intimidating. If we don't have religious upbringing, then we think, oh, you know, I don't know what to say. What The, the infinite creator of the universe, what am I going to say, this little ant on a log, you know? And so I think we just have these things, preconceived ideas in our mind about like talking with God, like that's, you know, and I think God, I love that God wants, created us for conversation, dialogue with God. Um, and I see that from the very beginning, right? With, with his conversation with Adam, God is very, very, God is very conversational and God is very, intimate and wants to connect with us in meaningful and raw, honest ways. And in those, in those situations that are perplexing to us and, and where we struggle. Pastor Sarah, I'm going to ask you a question that relates to religious institutions, because I feel that people have lost faith in God or, or having a conversation with God, and they blame it in religious institutions. Do you feel that's a fair question that people can ask, or is that something that has always been misunderstood? Well, I think that when we posture religion to to replace God, um, I think we get in hot water right there. And I, I think you can blame the religious institution, but I think when it's it's on us. And my relationship with God is a personal thing. And religion, how much does it play a part or doesn't play a part, is up to me. Um, if I choose to let religion participate and influence my relationship with God, then I have to consider the out, out consequences, outcomes of that. But I've always found myself, just on a personal level, and I grew up in a pastor's home. I grew up living, eating, breathing <laughs> church, you know, and, I, and so I get it. I get it. But I also 
from very young, I mean, like three, four, five years old, always had this sense of, hey, this is not about obligation or conformity or, you know, rectitude or whatever. This is about relationship. And if that's not what we're doing, then it's just smoke and mirrors. And and I know we hear that we hear that, you know, it's about a relationship with God. And that seems to turn into a platitude. But I think we have to really come back to that. And the relationship grows and is cultivated with conversations. And the more authentic and real the conversations, the deeper the relationship. So I'm all in favor of like looking at the Bible and seeing these authentic, raw conversations and seeing how those formed um, the intimacy and connection these individuals had with God. And I think that gives us an example for our lives that we can have raw, authentic conversations, religious or not, not not really letting that kind of taint or color or persuade, but just saying, hey, it's just me, just God. Can we just have a conversation? I think since 9-11, we as people here in America, I think we've, we are, we're starting to have those raw conversations with God in our own way. And I believe that sometimes God uses those crises to draw us near to talking with him in the Bible. And I love that you're a Bible teacher. By the way, you can watch Sarah Bowling almost every day. You can tune in and watch her as she's hosting with Miss Marilyn teaching the Word of God. A lot of programs today, they want to tell you just nice stories and, and coach you spiritually. But when I watch these two ladies of God, they challenge you and I to come back to the Word. And I want you, Pastor Sarah, to give us some raw examples of some of the conversations that God had with men and women that literally transformed their whole life. Yeah. I think the the very first one I would point us to, Mondo, is Adam. <laughs> and I love this conversation. It's the very first conversation between God and a human. And when I say conversation, I don't mean a monologue. And I don't mean like God is giving a commandment, like do this or don't do that. I'm talking about interaction back and forth. And so the very first conversation between God and a human um, was with Adam. And it was after Adam completely messed up, right? He he lived in, in euphoria. I mean, he had the perfect utopia life, right? And God told him, there's just one thing. Don't eat from that tree. The rest of it's all, all green lights. And the one thing is exactly what Adam did. <laughs> and I appreciate that when God initiated, and, and I say this as an example because Every single person watching us today ha has messed up with God. We have. We have, you have, I have. And it's likely I'll mess up again. I mean, just consider the humanity, right? And so when we mess up, um, what does God say? And I find it interesting because right when Adam messed up, God initiated the conversation with Adam. God's the one that said, hey, Adam. He asked Adam a question, and he didn't say, God didn't say, how could you be so stupid? What were you thinking? Why are you such an idiot? God didn't say any of that stuff. In fact, God said one question, where, Adam, where are you? 
And it's interesting that God would ask that question, where? Because obviously God already knows where Adam is. But it's a, it's a relationship question. I'm looking for you. I want to be with you. It's not a shame question. It's not a judgment question. It's not an isolation or rejection or I'm repelled by. It's none of that. It's a relationship. I know that you've messed up and I still want to know where you are. I want to be with you. And I think that speaks to every single person watching and listening to us today because all of us. And, and then what happens too is you watch and see what Adam and Eve did. It's the same kind of things that we do. When we mess up, we hide, we're afraid, we're embarrassed, we're ashamed, we drop out of church, we stop watching Christian TV, we stop reading our, we're embarrassed, we're just, you know, we try to like disguise ourselves and, you know, to isolate ourselves. It's the same mindset. And yet God still initiates and says, where are you? And so it's this conversation that happens. God initiates it, Adam participates in it. And it's, an, it's, a, it's a reconciling of sorts because God is always about love and reconciling us. So I think that conversation for each and every person watching, listening today, I think it let, I would pray that it would form, form the way we communicate with God, particularly when we screw up. Wow. Because it's not if, it's when. Wow. <laughs> when we screw up. Wow. You know, Pastor Sarah, we are living in a time where the art of having a conversation is almost gone. Social media has disrupted the way we talk, the way we communicate, maybe even having conversations one-on-one. -on -one. I think your book, Hey God, Can We Talk, may be one of the most important books for this moment right now to engage us back into a conversation, to start talking about who God is. Where is God coming from? What does God want from us? Am I good enough to talk to God? Why do you think this, this conversational piece is so important for right now? Well, I think the conversational piece is important for us because, to your point, I think conversation is has become in some ways a lost art. Um, I think it's hard for us to sit down face to face. You know, we always have our phones in front of us, right? We text message. That's better than nothing. But I think that the, the idea of a conversation as the backbone, kind of a central ingredient um, for relationship, I think that's ground zero for God connecting with us. And so in this book, you know, I, I walk through very common experiences. Like when we're at a fork in the road, what do we do? You know, at these junctures, what do we do when we feel like the plans have changed? And, and now what? Now, now what? The other one, I love this one. I love the conversations. Sometimes people watching, including myself, sometimes we think we discount ourselves because we don't have the right personality, you know? Maybe, or maybe we have a, a disorder, maybe we're ADD or ADHD, or maybe we have OCD or whatever. And so we kind of excuse or sideline ourselves and say, we can't, we can't have conversations. But this book speaks to that and speaks to, regardless of your personality, Jesus invites us into conversations and accepts, and, and not only accepts, but actually celebrates your individuality. And so 
that's one of the, the chapters in this book relating to Martha and her sister Mary and, and the conversations Jesus had, distinct, unique ones, with each of them to accommodate and celebrate their unique personality. So, Mondo, I just think, and honestly, I don't think we can know who we are without having rich conversations with God. Wow. If you just tuned in, you're listening, you're watching to best-selling author Sarah Bowling. She has written a brand new book called, Hey God, Can We Talk? I'm going to put a link on the screen. You need to get this book for yourself, for your best friend, for your mom, for your pastor, the person that you love the most. I want to tell you why. We are losing the art of how to talk to one another. A lot of the shows that are out there right now, a lot of programs that are exploding on the scene are all based on opinion, not conversations. They're all opinion-based. What, what your opinion is about, about certain issues that are taking place and everything is based on opinion. They're not having conversations anymore. You can't have a conversation between a Republican and a Democrat anymore. It's all opinion-based. You can't have a conversation with, with, with uh, opposite sides. It's like you go to war before you even get started in a conversation. That's why I felt led to start this program because I want to have a conversation with the author, with the filmmaker, with those leaders that are changing our community. They're leading areas in our, in our culture that are making a difference. I believe we have to get back to having a conversation. We may not agree, but we can agree to disagree peacefully. If you want to know about why I believe in Christ as a next gang member, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. We need to learn how do we talk to God? I believe this book, Hey God, Can We Talk, is going to give you an insight on how to start that conversation. Hey, everybody, thank you for tuning in on another episode, a great interview with my special guest, Sarah Bolin. She has written a brand new book called, Hey God, Can We Talk? We'll get back to our special interview in just a second, but I want to remind you to not forget to order your Roku Express device right now. You can go online, ptlshop.com, or you can pick up the phone and call me right now. 1-888-777-3530 and you can order the Roku Express. I want to thank you for your support. This is how I'm able to bring this program to the PTL network and be able to bring guests like Sarah Bowling to help us answer those questions that we have about how do we start a conversation with God. Let's get back to our program as we hear more from Pastor Sarah Bowling. What are ways that we can have a conversation starter with God? Yeah, I love that question, Mondo, because um, this book is filled with conversation starters. Um, and a conversation starter, you know, it's interesting because like at our house from time to time, I have teenage kids and we sit down at dinner time and, you know, what do you want to talk about? And so we have these little cards sometimes. We don't use them very often, but a few, a little bit here and there, like a question um, that starts a conversation and everybody gets to participate. And so in this book, I have something called conversation starters at the end of every chapter. 
and they're very unique. Some of them are grounded in like history. Some of them are grounded in um, activity. Some of them are grounded in like creative um, outlets. Some of them are grounded with some biblical um, activities. Um, some of them are grounded um, in in time, using time as a as a platform. So there's a whole wide wide array of these conversation starters because I. I know that God has made us unique and individual. And so to say, well, here's one way, the only way, this is the cookie cutter, how to have a conversation. I didn't do that because I don't think that's what God does with us. I think God says, hey, you know, I recognize that you are fearfully, wonderfully, uniquely made. And so your ways of doing conversations are going to be unique as well. So this is a really, really cool um, application how do we read this stuff? And then what? how can we apply it? And so, again, it's such a wide diversity that I feel like each reader can find at least a couple of these starters that would be real and meaningful, helpful to them to start conversations with God. It always intrigues me when an author goes into a subject and, and the title of the book and then goes into the, each chapter can I ask you, what was your experience writing this book compared to the former books in, in, in ways that you've never experienced before? Because to ask a question, hey, God, can we talk, has to come from an experience that you have had in the past. What was it like for you? Can you take me into that? Before Our time is flying, by the way. you got to go get this book right now. Hey, God, can we talk? It's going to change your way of, of communicating. It's going to allow you to have conversation starters with your kids, with your husband, with your wife, with your community, in your Bible study. I mean, I can name so many different things because we have lost the art of starting a conversation. We don't even know how to talk to one another. I mean, we have to rely on apps to get a conversation starter. It's like we have to sell ourselves. Whatever happened to... How are you doing today? How are you feeling? I mean, those are important questions that we can ask, but I got to ask you, what was the feeling like writing this book? What, how, do, how do you compare it to your past books? I love writing this book. This is my favorite book that I've written so far, and it was really the easiest book. Um, last year, two years ago, I kind of did a sermon series in my home church, um, and it, the series was called Conversations with God. And so over the course of about eight, 10 months, um, I just did this kind of organically, um, kind of a series on Wednesday nights. And then from that, I was like, ooh, I really want to write a book. And then when I started to write it, Mondo, it's the easiest thing I ever wrote. And the most fun, the most vibrant, the most life-giving, it was the most fantastic writing experience that I've had so far. So I'm eager for each person to read it. And the feedback that I've had is like, wow, this is so helpful and so practical, so accessible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I loved writing it. Wow. I, how do you pastor in today's age, Pastor Sarah? I mean, our world, our culture is forever changing, but it seems like right now it's, it's becoming more challenging. It seems like to pastor a church or you know, it, it's amazing to me how every generation has changed uh, when it comes to God. So how do you pastor in this in today's age? Well, 
I, I ran into a pastor in Wales, England one time, and he said, a good pastor smells like sheep. And uh, I really loved that. And my dad was a pastor, um, so I grew up as a pastor's kid. And that's what I've always found is like, pastoring is about let's roll up our sleeves and get into, you know, our congregants and, and be community. And the people that go to our church, that we're community and we're authentic and we walk with each other. We don't condemn or belittle or deride each other. You know, sometimes we're the good Samaritan and sometimes we're the guy broken up on the side of the road. But I think at the end of the day, it's it really revolves around genuine love, loving people, loving God, loving ourselves. Um, and I get that the dynamics change and we have technology and, you know, social upheaval. I'm not ignoring any of that. But I still think the pick and shovel day-to-day love people, love God, um, and just be be human and walk the journey. Let's let people walk with us and walk with people. I think that's kind of ground zero. And, you know, we got all kinds of technology supports, <laughs> interruptions and distractions, but that's as much as we let it be. If we want to, it can be a huge problem. It can be a huge resource, but let's keep the end goal in mind about loving God, loving people, and loving ourselves. Wow. Our time is gone, but I got to ask one more thing. I, I, listen, I cannot let you leave, Pastor Sarah, until you pray for us. Can you pray for those that are watching, that are struggling to start a conversation with God? Or maybe you're struggling to have a conversation with your kids and don't understand how to connect with your kids. Or maybe you're struggling to reconnect with your partner, with your wife, or with your husband. I believe that God intended us to talk to one another. If you listen to what Pastor Sarah said earlier on, God began to have a conversation with man when at the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, asking us, where are you? It's not that God didn't know where Adam and Eve were. It's for us, for Adam and Eve to know where were they, the surroundings. Can you pray for those that are watching right now that may be asking got some questions, and, and, and they may need some help. You betcha. Love to do that. So, Father, I just thank you for this time. I thank you for Mondo. I thank you for each person who's watching. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would pour the love of the Father into each viewer, listener's heart from Romans 5, 5, that we would overflow with genuine love, that we would receive your love, and that we would lo- let your love flow through us. I pray that our conversations with you, God, would would be honest and raw, real, but that we would grow closer to you, more intimate with you, and know you better through our conversations. I thank you for helping each viewer, each listener, um, to sense you and to be overflowing with your love in them. Thank you. Thank you for Mondo. I bless him. I bless the work of his hands, and thank you for the team helping us behind the scenes as well. Thank you for this opportunity in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go get the book. I love the title. Hey, God, can we talk? Let's make this book a bestseller. What an important message that Pastor Sarah Bowling has written, has given us the tools to start a conversation with God. Thank you so much for joining me today, Pastor Sarah. It's been an honor speaking with you. It's been an honor hearing from you. I pray for you. I pray for your ministry and everyone watching. Go and get this book today. I need you to read this book. 
is the book that I feel is the book for right now. You can go on her social media, follow her, go and watch the program on Daystar, on your Roku device, and listen. Together, we can start a conversation to start talking about what does God have to say about where we are in today's age. Stay faithful, stay encouraged. No matter what's going on in your life, just know one thing. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. I have to go. But remember, God loves you. He really does. Keep the faith. Bye-bye.